This I know with all my heart. Lord Jesus, your wounds have paid my ransom, our ransom. We bless you for the price you paid to adopt each of us as sons and daughters of the Most High King, our Heavenly Father. We thank you in Jesus' name. And all God's people said, Amen. Amen. You may be seated. Excuse me, I'm getting a call. No, actually not. You know, you get, you get messages all the time anymore, don't you? I mean, it's almost 24-7 that somebody's saying something to somebody and including you in the loop. A friend of mine sent this out today. Happy Father's Day, triple exclamation marks. This is a very hard day for me. Not sure why. But perhaps for many of us, a day where we celebrate uh, a relationship so precious is also a day where some regrets can surface. A friend responded this way, and I just want to read it to you. You have been chosen, intentionally adopted, and he gives a scriptural reference, by the only perfect father. He smiles and sings over you today and every day. He sees and celebrates his loving legacy being passed by you to your own children in every way you love and sacrifice for them. He understands even better than you why today is a tough day. He longs to be the lifter of your head. Have a happy Father's Day anyway. It's his gift to you that no one can take away. More power to you, your brother, by the same Father. Father's Day. It's a day that we remember and honor our fathers as well we should. But it's a day I think that we should also remember our perfect Father. And his love and his sacrifice for us. I've always been inspired by the true story of one father who, like many of us, as dads struggle with balancing, you know, the, the making the way in the world, providing for our family, and then being there for our family too. Uh, our heart can be pulled in two directions at one time, and most men who, who work understand that tear of the heart between home and the workplace. But this particular father was having great success in his life. He happened to be an evangelist. In fact, he was the number one evangelist in his entire denomination. In order to get him to come and speak, you had to be at least four years out in your calendar. He tried to balance things at home with things at work. In fact, he'd spend two weeks straight on the road to come home and spend two weeks straight at home. That had been his strategy for trying to balance that out. But one time while he was away, the phone rang, and he answered it, and it was his wife. And she shared a very simple story about their 16-year-old son that was acting out again. He had come to that age where he was testing his will against the authorities around him, and especially against his parents, and his mom was an easy target. She says, I need you to come home. He said, well, I'll, I'll be home in just another seven or eight days. And she said, no, I... 
I need you to come home. Before he got home, the next day on the airplane, he had already canceled four years of appointments. When he came home, he announced to his family that they were going to sell their home up north and take a small church down south. That was fine. It'd be enough for them to get by. But he had felt led of the Lord to focus on his family. James Dobson never forgot what his father did. Today, he leads a ministry focused on the family, which inspires men being men, men being champions of their home in ways that that evangelist ministry may have never touched so many. I don't know if you've had a father like that. To the degree that your father has been like that, you are a blessed person. But I know this. There's one who had all the business of heaven on his hands. But you were so on his heart that long before you were ever able to verbalize your need, he made a journey home. He came and he paid our price on a cross so that not only today we could know the forgiveness of our sins, but so today we could know the presence of our Father. It's He who hosts this meal of grace. It's He who invites you to it. Your Father is here, and He invites you to Himself. On the night in which Jesus gave himself up for us. He gave thanks to you, Father. And he took the bread and he broke the bread. He gave it to his disciples and he said, take and eat. This is my body which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. And likewise, after supper, Jesus took the cup. And he gave thanks to you, O God. And he gave it to his disciples and he said, take and drink from this, all of you. For this is the cup of the new covenant poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. And so, Lord God, we pray that you pour out your Holy Spirit on these gifts of juice and bread. But let them be a point of contact for our faith where your Spirit pours himself into us all over again that we might this morning we reclaim ourselves as children of such a heavenly father. May our hearts cry out, Abba, Daddy. And however today is difficult, Lord, help us to know the lift of your adoptive spirit for all of us, for each of us. You've come for us. Help us to embrace you this morning as we come confessing our sins, as you come forgiving empowering, embracing. In the name of the one who called you Father and allowed us to call you Father, in his name we pray as he taught us to pray, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses 
as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen.
our prayer that all that we have within us we give to you as we worship you in your name amen you may be 